Hey, this is Kevin Weatherby at Save the Cowboy. I want you to tow that stirrup, throw a leg over the candle, take a deep seat, and pull your hat down tight. I ain't gonna tolerate no whining or griping, so let's all strike a long trot down that narrow trail and learn how to ride with God. Come on! What you waiting on? Let's go. There's an old saying, don't discuss religion, politics, or raising kids with anybody if you don't want to squabble, okay? Because anytime those, those three things get, get brought up, there's always going to be squabbles. There's always going to be disagreements. But it's not just with, uh, with religion and, and politics and raising kids. You know, I, I come, from, come from the motherland, or most people know it as Texas, but, you know, I, I come from the motherland, and, you know, everybody down there kind of did things the same way. Now, there was always a little bit of difference in stuff, but, you know, we kind of all did the same thing. And whenever I come up to Colorado, I, I was, it's kind of a melting pot in a way of, of just drastically, I mean, you go from this ranch over here to this ranch over here, and they'll do things just totally uh, separate ways. And, you know, the, the fact that there's no doubt that the Holy Spirit is, is, is alive and well in this ministry, the fact that, he can bring a, that God can bring a Texan and a Montana cowboy together and make it work, okay? So that, that I mean, because we are, we are sometimes night and day different. Um, you know, different cowboys... Um, you know, do, do you start a horse in a hackamore or a snaffle? There's no right way or wrong way. It's kind of how you were raised or what you're experienced with. There's a hundred different ways to do things, but people will take these little minute differences and make them, is, is, what's the opposite of minute? Big newt? They're going to make big newt. Okay, that's a new word. Y'all can use that, okay? They're, they're not going to make minute deals. They're going to make big newt deals out of them. And so, you know, do you start a horse in a hackamore or do you start one in a snaffle? Um, you know, the style of saddle. I'm dead serious. I, I kind of felt like a newbie when I came up here because I don't think I had ever even seen a Wade saddle in person before I come up here. And now I ride one, and, and I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Um, you know, cow, cowboys start horses different. I, I know some cowboys that won't even get on a horse for the first 30 days, and I know other cowboys that are roping off their horses in 30 days. There's no right way or wrong way to start a horse as long as it's done with the right frame of mind, right? Um, the length of rope. I mean, you know, uh, when I first came up here and I started posting some pictures of me doing this ranch roping, you know, you got 60-foot lead core ropes, and, and uh, all of this stuff, some, some of my back home people was, was kind of trying to clown me a little bit. And this one friend of mine who's a pretty, pretty hearty cow puncher, real set in his ways, you know, he sent me this deal trying to be funny. And it was a picture uh, of a 60-foot rope. And the caption on it said, what do you do with a 60-foot rope? And then underneath it, it said, cut it in two and make two 30-foot ropes out of it. And boy, he just thought that was the funniest thing. But when I told him, well, there's something else you could do with it, and he said, what? I said, hand it to a real cowboy. Woo! <laughs> he didn't like that at all. I thought it was funny, you know? I mean, I, I did, you know? But, you know, I mean, there, there are so many differences that, that we can let squabble over. I mean, t take a look up here. You know, you got... Flat hats or this? You know, do you wear a tortilla or a taco? There's no right or wrong way. 
okay? There's no right or wrong way. There's a better looking way, I mean, but I mean, it doesn't make the other one wrong, okay? Seriously, we can't, you know, we shouldn't squabble over these things. Uh, you know, do you dally or tie on, you know? I mean, it, it, there, there's pros and cons to both. Um, it reminds me of, of here, here it comes, Heidi. Uh, whenever uh, I was at my very first ranch roping, and uh, after my first round or something, I have a bad habit, because when you kind of grow up tying on, um, you don't have to worry about all that dally and stuff, but I'm learning how to really dally with a 60-foot rope. And after the first one, man, I nearly started a forest fire with my hand because I run about 40 feet of that 60-foot rope through my hand at Mach 7, lost my rope, and it was embarrassing, and team got docked a bunch of points, and if I was tied on, that wouldn't happen. But anyway, still. And so anyway, me and this other novice are sitting there with this cute lady, and, and we are discussing our rope burns. And we're like, yeah, I got this rope burn. And I was telling him a story about on the Rocker B one time where I had this bad rope burn. And we're sitting there discussing more stories. And Heidi pulls off her glove and she's missing a thumb. And so us boys, we were like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that we can't, I can't top that because I'm, I'm a chicken. I throw everything down before I do that. So anyway, uh, a guy named Kevin Hedgepeth. I, don't, I think that's how you say it. He's a friend of mine on Facebook. I've never met him personally, but he, he posts a bunch of encouraging stuff, and I share some of that stuff on Save the Cowboy on Facebook. But, but he, had a, he had a picture one time, or I made a picture out of one of his sayings. And he said, never let anyone tell you how to crease your hat, who to love, or whether or not to tie on. All of these things that we're talking about, the Bible has a term for them. It's called disputable matters disputable matters, where, where, where the Bible might not just come out and say, you know, this right here, or, or maybe, maybe it's one of those cultural things, you know, that, that, that uh, might apply to a certain group of people, but there, there's all sorts of, of disputable matters, and if you really want to know what the disputable matters are, if you're like uncertain, that's the basis of denominations. Okay, it's just a group of people that say, man, these things are important to us, so we're going to do it this way. And this group of people say, well, those things aren't important to us, but these things are important to us, so we're, we're going we're to do those things like that. And, and, and now there's a hundred different denominations, and most of it is kind of based on disputable matters, not the, not the main things. You know, the, uh, about, oh, it was a month or two ago, I don't really remember, but, you know, we're live broadcasting to thousands and thousands and thousands of people online and I got home, and I'm sitting there, and I, and I kind of log on to see who was all there, because I, I, I do look, guys. And we got people from Scotland, from Australia, from South America, from Guatemala, um, even foreigners from Oklahoma. I mean, it's crazy. There, there's all sorts of people are watching, right? And so, uh, that, was, that was at Brett, by the way. Uh, anyway, uh, it shows you what kind of Christians we are, huh? And so, anyway, yes, there's opportunity for everybody. And so, anyway, this lady just rips me a new one because I was preaching in the hat. By gosh, who do you think you are? You ain't no cowboy. You up there preaching in a hat. And, I mean, she went as far as to, to, to criticize my mom and dad. What kind of parents raised you? You know account. I mean, she just is letting me 
covet over this? Well, you know, I mean, a- another disputable matter. I mean, you know, there, am, I, is, am I saying that everybody has to do that? No, I know cowboy preachers that take their hat off whenever they, whenever they preach, and that's fun, man. If I was there and they did that, I'd do the same. But that doesn't mean that, that, that we're going to make a denomination out of that. But these are all disputable matters. And there is nothing worse than so-called Christians squabbling. It just drives me insane to see two people that claim to serve the same God sitting there just squabbling with each other or having sword fights. Well, you know, they're pulling out this verse and somebody's pulling out this verse and they're just hacking each other away with their Bibles. It's stupid. It does nothing but bring detriment on the kingdom of God. So how to handle squabbles like an authentic Christian? How to handle them like a cowboy? I I hope somebody takes something away from this. And and I think that we can all learn something from it because I, I definitely learned something from it in preparing this message. In Romans chapter 14, the entire chapter of Romans is, deals with squabbling believers, okay? And Paul just, man, he, he pulls no punches, and I'm not going to pull any punches. And if your feelings get hurt, maybe it's the Holy Spirit telling you to quit squabbling with everybody, okay? So, I'm sure there's going to be, well, you'll, you'll hear it in a minute. The first thing that Paul tells us is this, stronger faith means less arguing. Stronger faith means less squabbling. Now, you, I want you to think about that with what I'm fixing to say, what, well, what I'm going to read. This is God speaking through Paul. Accept the one whose faith is weak without quarreling over disputable matters. And what he's saying behind the scenes is, if somebody has a weak faith, they're liable to squabble. So when you see it on social media or you see it down at the coffee shop or whatever and two, two supposed Christians are sitting there squabbling, they're both of them probably have a weak faith because that's the result of a weak faith. As you grow stronger, you will stop that. You will quit arguing over disputable matters. They're going to think what they think, you think what you think, and just go on with it. Strong faith means no arguing. Weak faith is usually the result. Arguing is a result of weak faith. Strong faith recognizes that unity is more important than winning an argument. I mean, and it just amazes me of how often in the microcosm you start discussing politics with anybody. And I mean, immediately, just all over the country now. Everybody's got an opinion And everybody's opinion is about this much more than everybody else's opinion. And they're going to tell you about it. And they're just going to squabble. And it makes us all look like idiots. Okay? It it, it absolutely does nothing except make us look foolish. The other thing is, somebody with a weak faith, I'm not saying that they're not going to heaven. And I'm not criticizing them. They're just, maybe they're young in the faith. They don't understand. And and really, the worst thing is somebody that that thinks they understand when they really don't because the stronger you get in faith, the more you realize that you don't understand anything. Okay? But weak faith cannot grasp something as disputable. In, in other words, they make everything like gospel. Right? I mean, uh, Alistair Begg, uh, a, a great preacher that I love to listen to, he says, the main things are the plain things and the plain things are the main things. Well, they make everything a main thing. 
And I mean, they'll argue with a fence post over it, okay? Here's the deal. Stronger faith means less arguing. The more you grow in Christ, the less inclined you are to start squabbling with somebody. You understand, you know what God said, and, I, and I, I, I'm here to tell you that, that arguing with somebody, man, when you get all heated and arguing, I don't think that it's ever happened that the other person in the midst of getting all, ah, now we're sword fighting and smacking each other with Bibles and everything, that one, one of them goes, you know what? I believe you may be right. They'll never say that. They'll never say that, so don't do it. Man, if your faith is stronger, man, just let it go. Stronger faith means less arguing. Accept the one whose faith is weak without quarreling over disputable matters. Now, it doesn't say disputable matters. It means the little things, okay? Now, if somebody says you can get to heaven besides Jesus Christ, uh, there's probably no chance in arguing with them either because they've already made up their mind and said, you know, you might just say, well, good luck with that. You know, I don't know. You can try if you want to. The second thing, okay? All right, everybody put their hats on a little, you know, pull your toes in just a little bit, some of you. This is where people might start getting a little bit offended. Now, all you cowboys, biblically based, I'm fixing to prove it. Y'all have got to leave the vegetarians alone. You got to leave the vegetarians alone. You quit clowning them, leave them alone. Let me tell you why. In Romans 14, 2, it says, One person's faith allows them to eat anything. But another whose faith is weak eats only vegetables. So, I mean, that just, that, it just goes to show right there. Okay, I didn't say it. The Bible did. Okay? But you meat eaters need to leave these vegetable munchers alone. Okay? It's okay that they eat only vegetables. Keep your opinions to yourself. Now, okay, we, we can laugh and joke about that, and I kind of made that part up about the vegetarians, but I mean, you, you heard it for yourself. But here's the thing. Why did Paul put that in there? Okay, here's why. Okay, you have the Jewish people that had a lot of dietary restrictions because of the law, okay? And so when Christ came along and all those dietary restrictions, you, you didn't have to watch your diet to be made right with God. You had to believe in Jesus Christ to be made right with God. So there were no more dietary restrictions. But the Jewish converts that were believing in Jesus had a real hard time. When you're raised doing something, man, it's real, real hard to say, oh, I'm not going to do that anymore. It's ingrained in them. So one of the things was that they could not eat meat that was sacrificed to idols. Now, the way these pagan people did it is they would take uh, a something and sacrifice it to their god, and they would burn a little bit of it, and then they would sell the meat in the market for money. So when you went up there, you didn't know if that meat, you know, they, they didn't have the, the, the BQA, the Beef Quality Assurance Program back then, okay? You didn't know where your meat was coming from, okay? I, I, I'm sure they had organic stuff back then, too. I, I'm sure they did, because um, it's been around for a long time. But anyway, um, <laughs> that made me laugh. That wasn't in the notes, by the way. But anyway, so, so what these people were doing is instead of taking the chance of eating something that was against what they believed in, they just refused to eat anything, any type of meat. They just ate vegetables, okay? And there's nothing wrong with that. 
We're, we're all different. And, and, and we may think that something like that is the silliest thing in the world, but it's not silly to them. And vice versa. If you're one of these vegetarians or vegans or something like that, man, that's great. I ain't got a single problem with it. Okay? But somebody that eats meat, it's okay. All right? You ain't got to like it. But you ain't got to eat it with their mouth. Okay? Now, the, the reason they eat vegetables is because, you know, nobody ever sacrificed a cucumber. Okay? It was safe to eat the vegetables. Okay? No, nobody ever sacrificed, you know, broccoli or anything like that. So it was safe to eat. But there's nothing wrong with that. Leave them alone on both sides. Hold tight to your convictions, but let others hold tight to theirs. You know, it, it amazes me how people want others to respect their convictions as long as they agree with them, right? <laughs> you know? Man, let the people do what it... They're, they're going to have to stand in front of God and give an account of what they did and said. Okay? God gave them a choice. You should too. Leave, and we're talking about disputable matters. Man, Leave it alone. It ain't, it ain't hurting nothing. It's leaving more for you. And the third thing. We talked about stronger faith means less squabbling, right? And we talked about leave the vegetarians alone. If somebody's not like you, that's okay. They ain't got to be like you. I'm glad nobody's like me. Yeah, thank you. And the third thing, mind ye own business. That's in King James. That's the third point. Mind ye own business. Okay? It's a hard concept to grasp. I hear you, man. Some of you are like, what? Yeah, but mind your own business. That's what we all need to do. Mind our own business. Because... In Romans chapter 14, verse 3, we've gone over one, we've gone over two, now we're in three. The one who eats everything must not treat with contempt the one who does not. And the one who does not eat everything must not judge the one who does. For God has accepted them both. It doesn't matter. God loves the meat eater. God loves the vegetarian. God loves... The, the conservative. And believe it or not, God loves the liberals too. Yeah, I know. I know y'all Bible Belt, Republican, blah, blah, blah. I know that's hard to believe. But he does. He does. Probably going to be fired. I have to head home with my dad now. Be out of a job, Ty. Take care of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but that's the truth, man. Mind your own business. You can think whatever you want to think. But you don't have to make everybody else think what you want to think. Just mind your own business. Hold tight to your convictions. Just because you think something is silly, don't make fun of somebody for thinking that. Respect them. But at the same time, don't let others shame you for the way you feel about disputable matters. If it's important to you, man, hold tight to that. Stand up for yourself. Stand up for yourself. Now, and that, and then when I mean stand up for yourself, you know, um, there was a, I read an article about Charles Stanley, who was the First Baptist Church of Atlanta, Georgia, a preacher for them, and there, there was some stuff going on, and, and I'm not going to get into all of that, but they was having a Bible or, or a church meeting, and it got so out of hand 
one of the deacons punched Charles Stanley in the face. Now that is a church squabble right there. You know what I mean? I mean, the, the fact that you can have one of the largest churches in America with one uh, a prolific author and, and speaker and everything, and somebody got so mad at him, they punched him in the face. And Andy Stanley, who was Charles Stanley's son, said this, my dad did not retaliate, but he, did give, he gave no ground either. He, just kept, he said it was like it didn't happen. He didn't even acknowledge it. He turned the other cheek but he didn't turn tail and run. See what I mean? You can be biblically based even in the midst of a squabble. I'm not asking you to turn the other cheek and just relent and, oh, whatever you say, be a coward. I ain't saying that. But you can hold tight to your convictions and say, you know what, you think that, that's fine. I'm going to think what I do, and that's it. Because, see, we need to quit all of this squabbling amongst each other. Y'all are not going to... If you have agreed with everything I've ever said, I'm going to question why. Seriously, I'm going to question why. And thank goodness that I don't kick y'all out of church for the same reasons people leave the church, right? Well, I didn't like what he said. Well, Ty, I don't like what you said. Get out of here. You know? I mean, no, not really. Sit down. <laughs> he wants to go to Patty Ann's. I know what he wants to do. <laughs> right? So anyway, that's what we got to do, man. We got to have a strong faith with less squabbling. We got to just let people do what they want to do. In other words, leave the vegetarians alone. Leave the meat eaters alone. Leave the conservatives alone. Leave the, the liberals alone. Just love people. Just love on them. We are not doing anything for the kingdom of God by squabbling amongst each other. Doing nothing. Couple of final thoughts. Just about four verses, not in line, this isn't four, five, and six, okay? But other things that I think in Romans chapter 14 that are very pertinent, okay? Verses 17 and 18. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of what we eat or drink, but of living a life of goodness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Right there, in black and white, from the pen of Paul, from the mouth of God. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of what we eat or drink, but of living a life of goodness, of peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. If you ain't designating those three, you are not further in the kingdom. You are not further in God's outfit. If you serve Christ with this attitude, you will please God and others will approve of you too. Man, we, we, we got to be peacemakers, not peacekeepers. Okay? Sometimes making the peace... Just like what Ty talked about. Sometimes you just got to say, you know what? I ain't listening to that. And you just go on your own way and do your own thing, what God is telling you to do. Verse 19. So then, let us aim for harmony in the church and try to build each other up. Let us aim for harmony in the church and build each other up. Man, if, 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 if every church in America... And among every church in America, if we just applied Romans chapter 14, verse 19, so then let us aim for harmony in the church and try to build each other up, this world would change. It would absolutely change with one verse. And lastly, verse 22. So whatever you believe about these things, 
I'm sure I've stepped on, if I hadn't stepped on your toe, I mean, I'm kind of wondering, whoa, <laughs> you know, did they believe anything, right? But here's the deal. So whatever you believe about these things, keep them between yourself and God. <laughs> keep them to yourself. Man, just because somebody asks you what you think, man, don't be baited into that deal. Man, some of these people, man, they, they go, <laughs> as, as somebody I know is not talking about this, but some people go moron fishing, okay? They throw it out there to see what kind of moron they can catch, just to see who will argue with them, okay? Don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. You believe whatever you want to. If you believe about hats in church or, or, or whatever the case may be, that's fine. Keep it to yourself because what is important is unity. What was the opposite? Misunity? I don't know. Whatever the opposite of unity is. Not misunity. Unity. That's what's important is that we come together. It is our differences that make us strong. If everybody was a big toe, we'd be ugly. Some of us are hands. Some of us are feet. Some of us are pretty eyes. Some of us are hind ends. Let's just be honest, okay? Some of us are. But the fact of the matter is we are made differently. And that's okay. It's okay if somebody thinks about something differently than you do. They, you don't have to talk them into it. You don't have to talk them out of it. Quit squabbling. Quit squabbling. Love each other. Lift each other up. You'll be amazed at how peaceful your life is when you quit squabbling with every Tom, Dick, and Harry that comes along. Be it goodness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Let's go to God in prayer. God, Christians squabbling all the time does nothing except tear us apart and make you look bad. It is when we have differences and choose peace, that's when you make us strong.